let's look now at our all-important radar defense screen. But your regenerated circuits are tuned asynchronously, and that causes concatenation in the intermediate amplifier. Initiated starting sequence. summer everyone it's mr meehan and i'm here today to do the english department podcast sort of in a different uh, way than we typically do it um typically our english department podcast is a conversation between two or three teachers in the department to give you some study tips on particular books uh, what we're going to do this summer is a series of what i'm going to call five minute focus uh once i sort of stop the introduction um, you'll have just about five minutes on any one of a series of topics sort of to help you steer through some common reading tricks and strategies that you'll see throughout um, all levels. And it can be particularly helpful as you're doing summer reading for yourself. You can kind of think of this as like a mini lesson uh, to help kind of steer you for summer reading, or maybe to get you ready to kind of come back into the school year uh, raring to go. And this is great for freshmen or sophomores, juniors or seniors as well. Um, so enjoy the uh, lesson today, and uh, we'll catch up with you guys next time. If you have problems, tweet at me. I'm at MeehanDJO, and I'm always happy to help you guys out however I can. Thanks again, and enjoy today's podcast. This week for the 5-Minute Focus, we're going to take a look at Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, the official book is The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson. It's the second of two monster stories that you guys will read for your summer reading if you're in the college prep juniors. And the idea of monsters versus men, or men versus men, or monsters versus monsters, um, really helps to underscore a lot of what you'll read at your senior level in the British literature curriculum. Uh, we have these stories of, of good versus evil, and these battles, these epic clashes of clans, or of uh, man versus beast, or uh, just these people who get drunk with power and do really warlordy bad things to one another. And this book is a really cool way to sort of work in as a foray to that. It's short, it's only like 76 pages, I think. Um, but as you take a look, uh, sometimes when I ask students uh, to take notes as they read, they have a hard time figuring out, because the book is so short, well, what exactly is so epic about that, right? You can read it in an hour and a half. What is the challenge, then, um, for a reader, especially when you come into summer reading tests? Um, the trick I'll give you, and I'll take a look here at the first page, uh, sort of as an example, uh, we'll sort of walk through as a model text, um, is when you're taking notes, each type of book you're going to read is going to have different things that will come up, and you'll see that through the author's style and through some of the themes, some of the content. Um, using good note-taking strategies uh, in this book, it's like 10 chapters. Uh, there's a, a sound strategy you can approach this with that'll make your life a lot easier, and I'll sort of uh, give you a model of it in, in a hot second. Um, think about Gatsby. When you read Gatsby, you probably tracked like color symbolism or the use of faces or eyes. That came up a lot in that book. So there's a real value as you sort of know what to look for. It makes the story unfold in a more meaningful way. If you read Their Eyes Are Watching God, you probably paid attention to stuff like uh, symbols of nature um, or images of femininity or empowerment. Even the littlest things, the idea of how Janie wears her hair, it makes her feel like a person and not a uh, property. And so that idea of personhood versus treating people like animals in that book was a major theme. Um, you're going to see a lot of the similar stuff as you read here with uh, Jekyll and Hyde, the idea about man versus beast or animal. And I wanted to sort of outline some of that stuff to give you an idea of how I would uh, take some notes if I was reading this one. And again, you can take it or leave it, but I think just by taking a look at this first page, uh, this first paragraph or so, I'll give you some tips about uh, a sample of how I would take notes on this book and hopefully set you in the right direction. So I'm on page one of my book, and it says, Story of the Door. Mr. Utterson, the lawyer, was a man of rugged countenance that was never lighted by a smile. Cold, scanty, and embarrassed in discourse, backwards in sentiment, 
lean, long, dusty, dreary, and yet somehow lovable. At friendly meetings, and when the wine was to his taste, something eminently human beaconed from his eye, something indeed which never found its way to his talk, but which spoke not only in these silent symbols of the after-dinner face, but more often and loudly in the acts of his life. He was austere with himself, drank gin when he was alone, to mortify a taste for vintages, and though he enjoyed the theater, he had not crossed the doors of one for twenty years. But he had an approved tolerance for others, sometimes wondering, almost with envy, at the high pressure of spirits involved with their misdeeds, and in any extremity inclined to help rather than reprove. I inclined to Cain's heresy, he used to say quaintly. I let my brother go to the devil in his own way. In this character, it was frequently his fortune to be the last reputable acquaintance and the last good influence in the lives of downgoing men. And to such as these, so long as they came about his chambers, he never marked a shade of change in his demeanor. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, that's the first paragraph of a short book, but it is a packed paragraph that makes for uh, not a very fast read. I'm a pretty fast talker, and you can kind of hear it when I just use my natural speaking voice like this. Did you notice how much trouble I was having even clobbering through some of those lines? They're really dense, and it's not just the British spellings of certain words, um, though that can be part of a trick as you make the shift to your British literature text or your senior year. But words like rugged countenance, um, backward in sentiment, mortify a taste for vintages, being austere with oneself, uh, that's not the same way we make phrases in conversational um, modern 21st century uh, Americanized English. And that's something you need to make sense of here, that whoever is telling this story, whoever this narrator is, they're clearly very British and very, very bright. So making sense of culture as you're reading through, if there are words or phrases that you get tripped up on, a simple uh, trick is just go ahead and Google what that word means um, and just write that in the margins. Because chances are you're going to have three or four words on a page that you probably will be not quite familiar with. And as you start to Google them, um, you'll find that there's actually a trend in the type of words that come up. Like the word austere, meaning serious or um, reserved. Um, heresy, meaning a lie. Um, uh, reputable, obviously, of course, meaning being of good re reputation. Demeanor uh, is, again, personality, the way that one carries oneself. All these things are major themes of the book, and already in the first paragraph, it comes up for real. So another thing I'm looking at here when I'm looking at this first paragraph is... Uh, thematic stuff. As you're reading through, typically the first impressions, uh, when we introduce characters um, or introduce scenes, really help steer us in the direction of things to keep an eye out for. Think about that first paragraph of Gatsby. Uh, Nick tells us that he's better than the people around him, but he swears he's not judging people, right? That becomes a major theme of the book. Right off the break here, uh, in the story of the door, first chapter of uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, what are you noticing that there's talking a lot about? I see talking, I see appearing lovable, I see appearing um, well-reputed and, and sort of being a, a person who's respected in the group of people. But I also see the idea of the devil, I see Cain, I see uh, darkness and uh, envy, and this idea of sin sort of seeping in, this idea of downgoing. Um, being reputable or not reputable. And it's funny, as I'm recording this podcast, I don't know if you can hear it in the background, the sky just turned black and decided to crash some crazy thunder. So I love the idea that this book is both attempting to be good and then the darkness that sort of creeps up on it. I'm sure you can hear this rain coming down now. That's really cool. 
Um, so that's something to think as you're reading through with this. Uh, the chapters are, like we said uh, with, with the book itself, they're very short. What I would do for yourself, I'm on the end of page six of my book. The lawyer ends with the phrase, with all my heart, said the lawyer. I shall shake hands on that, Richard. And then it leaves us with a big old white space there. That is prime real estate to just write in your notes about what happened. Treat that one six-page chunk like an episode of a TV show. What happened in those six pages? Give us who we met, how they acted. Are they acting more monstery or more man-like? Um, maybe you make a T-chart for yourself right there in that space. Uh, again, line down the middle of the page. On one side, write monstrous. On one side, write manly um, or human. Who's acting what way and why? Um, and as this big storm crashes in the background, maybe that's a good place to end it for today. Uh, good luck on the read. It's fun. It's dark. It's crazy. Uh, like this weather that's coming in in the background in my life. Um, and each of these chapters being so short, treating them like an episode of a TV show that you could binge watch. Um, just sitting through and saying, okay, you know what? I have a lot of space at the end of a short chapter. Let me debrief. Who do I meet? What do I know about them? Are they uh, a good witch or a bad witch or a good person or a bad person? Um, and really kind of tracking those, those clues as they come along. Because the book is a mystery, and as it unfolds, you'll start piecing those pieces of the puzzle together uh, thematically, and um, I think it'll really help to make sense of what is ultimately a really fun read with a lot of cool, dark twists, um, like this really cool thunderstorm, which I'm going to enjoy for the rest of this uh, afternoon. Thanks again. Enjoy your reading. Tweet us if you have problems, and we'll see you guys back for another podcast next week.